CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Stand by for action. We'll start the show in just a second here. But first, Congressman Tim Ryan calls for workers most at risk from the coronavirus to get hazard pay. The president of Emily's List says Democrats now have a great chance to take back control of the Senate. Don't get happy. Leading health experts warn that reopening businesses and restaurants too soon means more Americans will get sick and more will die. That's the kind of big news you get every week from the Bill Press pod. And it's the kind of big news you'll miss if you don't join up. So I encourage you to join me in subscribing to Bill's new podcast, The Bill Press Pod. It's a must-listen for all progressives. Bill's podcast is up twice a week, an in-depth interview with a major newsmaker on Tuesday and a roundtable looking back at the big news of the week with Washington reporters on Friday. To sign up, just go to wherever you get your podcasts, search for The Bill Press Pod, click on subscribe, and then tell your friends to do the same. It's easy, it's free, and it's your one place to get your progressive fix for the week. Take it from me, I follow the Bill Press Pod, and you should too. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I went bowling, I don't mean to brag. Really, there are two types of people that go bowling. There are people that really, really love bowling, and then there are the people that are like, wouldn't it be hysterical if we went bowling? There's nothing really healthy about bowling. It has to be the germaphobe's nightmare. Here, put on these moist shoes 10,000 people wore. And stick your fingers in these dirty holes. Now you have the flu. How dirty are those holes? It's not like those balls wear out. They probably haven't manufactured a bowling ball in a thousand years. I don't own a bowling ball, because I'm not a weirdo. Yeah, I would have volunteered to carry around a 50-pound ball. Can you put it in a big, ugly purse? That's how I want to meet the ladies. Couldn't help but notice you staring at my purse. It's filled with a big blue ball. Mind if I follow you around the parking lot? I'll just be humming. Mm-hmm. Ball in the bag. Bob Seska. Bob Seska. You really are sick. The Bob Seska Show. <laughs> From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, May 21, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 1,218 of the Trump crisis. Why is this music so loud? Day 1,218 of the Trump crisis. 166 days <laughs> until the 2020 presidential election. Oh, they're chafing at the bit. Here come the goth ninjas! 
That is uh, David Ferguson. We call him T-Rex from the T-Rex Report podcast. Patreon.com slash the T-Rex Report. Link in the description. Also, Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast and the Stephanie Miller Show. From-the-bunker.com. Also at sexyliberal.com. And everywhere you get your podcasts. Link in the description and all that other crapola, too. So, hi. 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 Hello. I don't know why we're yelling. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do. I know. I know. I'm in one of those yelly moods. In fact, I'm so yelly today, this is going to be my theme song from now on. I'm just going to change it to this because, oh, my God. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't wouldn't like like him when he's angry. angry. That's right. I'm not quite sure how the logic works, but... uh, Stephanie Miller read on her show this morning a a letter from a listener who suggested that uh, the way this all works is that when Hal Sparks gets angry, he transforms into me. And I don't know, (laughs) I don't know where that came from, but thick-necked union thug or something. How did that work? I guess what they're saying (laughs) is, I guess what this listener is getting at is that I'm just a larger version of Hal Sparks. So I'll take that. I'll have a larger, it. greener version. A larger, yes. greener version with purple pants. And it's, that's the, the fit with with the Hulk. It was always interesting to me that Bill Bixby or whomever has played Hulk, the pants always fit him when he's gigantic. That's right. I'm not. The sure. shirts never do. It's just the pants. Yes, and what happens in real life when it when Hal Sparks transforms into me, the pants just come mm-hmm. right off. That's exactly Naturally. how that. Yeah, of course that's how it works. Of course. So one of the things that's making me uh, freak out and, and transform into a gigantic green rage monster is this Trump threat to uh, hold up funding to Michigan and uh, also to Nevada. I almost said Virginia mm-hmm. because that was a different threat. He also threatened right. Virginia the other that was, day. That was the potato threat. Yes, because of the potato farms, right? The potato farms right, unguarded. Just... Who will guard the potato farms of Virginia? Those vast potato farms being invaded by all varieties of post-apocalyptic Mad Max characters and f- with their flame-throwing guitars, apparently. So we need <laughs> we need to have copious firearms in Virginia in order to protect the potato farms. And there are potato farms in Virginia, make no mistake. And I think mm-hmm. one of those farmers was at the White House when Donald Trump said that. The president now, because there's massive flooding from breached dams in Michigan, the president has to threaten to withhold federal funds from Michigan during that crisis, are we suddenly on a small single prop airplane? Yes, um, actually, we're being attacked by World War II. <laughs> gonna be, we're being dive bombed by World War II airplanes. Yes. Oh we are. my God! Well, just no, it's helicopters or something. Some shit's going on around here. I don't know. Well, of course, the, I mean, the, there's two dams that have been breached in, in Michigan, yeah. and now Dow Chemical is sort of reluctantly confessing that floodwaters have flowed into toxic waste storage areas, and they're now commingling toxic waste and flood water so if any of you have natural disaster induced massive chemical spill on your end of the world bingo card you've just leveled up <laughs> there it is god damn and for some reason donald trump continues to hold steady somewhere in the low to mid 40s I, I will never it. understand this other than the indoctrination of a cult. That is the only thing holding him up. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's all kinds of other things that are propping up this guy. All the king's horses and all the king's men, that's what this big turd requires on a regular and a basis. Yeah, and a giant mm-hmm. diaper, right. We heard that from Noel Kassler on the Stephanie Miller Happy Hour, that uh, Donald Trump apparently 
has a diaper because he's incompetent and just routinely shits no, himself. Oh, he's incontinent. Incontinent. <laughs> what did I say? Um, not incom- you said incompetent. Incompetent. No, he's well, both. he's that too. I think so. Yeah. He gets so incompetent that he becomes incontinent. That's a, <laughs> that's probably it. But I mean, seriously, you got to first of all, you got to listen to the Happy Hour episode with Noel Castler talking about Donald, oh, it's so good Donald Trump's in, incompetence so slash incontinence. Right? Yes. Um, lots of pooping <laughs> discussion. Donald Trump <laughs> pooping, which is so well, fucking he gets disgusting. mad and apparently gets so angry that he soils himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I wonder just like a toddler. Yeah, and I wonder if those occasions when he's stormed out of those Trump shows were mm-hmm. occasions it's when because he had a little leak going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean seriously, he had a leak in his dinghy. <laughs> yes, goddamn, that's probably what's going. On. He's, he's taking a crap on national television across you all major are networks. Very rude person, and I've just <laughs> shat myself. Let the pre- <laughs> let let the president go back to the Oval Office. He has to poop. He just—it's one of those things where just he can only last for a certain length of time before president has to poop, and that's the way it goes. But getting back to Michigan here, getting back to Nevada, this is all about the mail-in ballots, right? Which has right. suddenly become a thing. Right when we all need mail-in ballots. Interesting how that works, right? Where there's a major pandemic, 80% of the country doesn't want to go back out and start mixing and mingling with all the buffoons and morons. So we want mail-in ballots so we can continue to vote. In fact, right here in my hand, this piece of paper, I got the documents right here. Maryland sent me the documents. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me of Alex Jones. Um, (laughs) It always kills me. But uh, yeah, I just your Alice Jones is so good that I can smell the coke sweat. Is the thing? <laughs> like, it just see, I go around routine. You could ask Kimberly this. I just wander around doing the Alex Jones voice. <laughs> I, I'm holding here in my hand my actual Maryland primary ballot that was sent to me automatically because I'm a registered mm-hmm. voter in the uh, great state of Maryland, and that's just how it works. That's I mean. States set the standards for their own elections for better or worse. Obviously, the states have lots of issues, too, in terms of conducting elections. But I don't think mail-in ballots or absentee ballots are one of those problems. Unless you're no. in North Carolina and you're a Republican and you're ballot harvesting. That's a, that's a right. whole separate issue. But, like uh, Devin Nunes wants to do. I mean, that's the problem. The only time Donald Trump keeps screaming about ballot harvesting and the only time in recent memory where there was an issue with ballot harvesting was in the North Carolina 9th where Republicans were ballot harvesting in 2018. And so now he's extrapolating that out to be, well, all mail-in ballots are cheating and illegal. He votes by mail-in ballot, doesn't he? He does. But he's... He's, what Utah, guys- 90% of people in Utah vote by mail and high Republican. Yes, exactly. And Trump votes by mail too, and he's uh-huh. leaving an exception for that. He says there should be exceptions for people who are sick and people who are president. <laughs> That's exactly what he said today. If you're president and you can't go to Florida, you know, he a can place- go to Florida. Yes, of course he can. He goes he there goes- all the time. He goes there, yeah, every other weekend, for God's sake. It's just well, November is off season. Before the pandemic. I-, I don't think he wants to go and wait in a line because he knows how contagious this virus is, but he doesn't want to talk about it in that sense. Although he did say, as a bit of a sideline here, he did say this today. He was doing chopper talk. He's back to doing chopper talk because he's oh. traveling around. Where's he going today? He's going someplace. Michigan. To Michigan. 
Oh, great. Well, I mean, when I was in California and we had the, the Santa Rosa fires, I was like, stay the fuck away. Don't come anywhere near here. We don't yeah. need you here for this. We're doing fine as it is. Keep your little stumpy fingers off of this. We don't want your taint on our crisis. Keep your taint out of our well, crisis, Well, it takes Mr. so many first responder personnel to just yeah. escort him. Yeah. Just to, like, make way for the security caravan. It's just mm-hmm. this ridiculous waste of resources. But, you know, he's got to have his photo ops and he got to have his chance to scream in front of the cameras. Yeah. Well, he said this during Chopper Talk today. He's talking about testing, what? right? It's how he got tested for coronavirus today. I tested very positively in another sense. So this morning, I tested positively toward negative, right? So no, I tested perfectly this morning, meaning I tested negative. But that's a way of saying it. Positively toward the negative. Go fuck yourself. Oh my God. I mean, that sends me into full like, like this. I'm just... <laughs> Just bear in mind that, you know, don't get happy, but Biden has opened up like a 10-point lead over him. 11, yeah. Yeah, yeah. National. And that's why he's in extra, extra crazy mode right now is because he's losing to someone he thinks of as weak. Right. So it just, you know, but he's got, I'm wondering if he keeps falling in the polls, if the Republicans are going to go ahead and whatever amendment it is, 28th Amendment, 25th Amendment. 25th. 25th. Not going to happen. 25th Amendment him. Never going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, the whole thing, the whole reason they hang on to him is because of elections, because they don't want to lose. True. It really looks like they're going to lose. Not going to happen. Just not going to happen. McConnell is such a snake that I can totally see him doing the electoral calculus and being like, take him out. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think the cabinet is entirely filled, especially fucking Mike Pence. They are all so up Donald Trump's poopy ass. It is Mm -hmm. remarkable to behold. They will never vote to remove this guy. The cabinet will never try to remove Donald Trump. It's just not going to happen. I mean, they're afraid. They're afraid to step up to him. He's never been losing in the polls like this before. Yeah, but I mean. If they are about anything, they are about hanging on to power. Yeah. Well, I think changing horses midstream would be a terrible idea. I think that's what they're thinking. Obviously, I'd be all for Mm. it. I mean, if they want to drop Donald Trump right now, yeah, great. Get rid of him. But I, I wish that eventuality would come to pass but i just don't think it will it hasn't happened so far and donald trump on average is doing better in the polls than he was say two years ago i mean if you look at his overall polling average on real clear politics while he goes up and down quite a bit the trend is tightening since you know inauguration day i mean it was really bad in august of 2017 right around it it dropped to, to almost into the 20s his approval numbers um right after charlottesville and that has slowly and gradually improved over the years up until right now, which makes me nervous as hell. That is the polling metric that I am looking at most, the RCP average of his approval rating. And I just don't see it. I just don't see them having the balls, having the guts to do this thing. They are spineless weasels, every last one of them, especially Mike Pence. I mean, Mike Pence is endangering his own life in order to kiss up to Donald Trump and keep his job. Because he's, you know, he's deeply concerned that he's going to be replaced by Nikki Haley on the ticket, which, right. would, which would help Trump. And I, I'm sure Trump hasn't ruled that out yet. But Mike Pence, just remember, Jody, he went to that restaurant yesterday and he was wandering around in that restaurant. Um, no mask. Florida. Yeah, Florida. Florida. Yeah. No mask. Yeah. No one else in the restaurant was wearing a mask. No one. No social distancing. Just all packed. We're going to get to the consequences of all of that in in just a second but i want to make sure that we uh wrap up this mail-in ballot thing because what's going to happen 
on election day, if Donald Trump loses, you know when you're playing a video game against a little kid and you keep beating that little kid, like you're using, like you're playing Mortal Kombat and you use the same finishing move over and over again, and the, and the little kid playing against you can't defend against it. So the little kid loses and then takes the game controller and smashes it up against the wall or throws it across the room or with a board game mm-hmm. just frisbees it across the room and all the game pieces go flying around. That's what Donald Trump's going to do if he loses the election. He is absolutely going to freak out. He's going to sue any precinct where the vote is close. Uh, Take a a state where the overall vote for that particular state is close and then narrow it down to particular precincts where it's even closer. And those are the states where Donald or those are the precincts and states where Donald Trump is going to sue to not only have the mail-in ballots invalidated, but also to stop the vote counting in the first place. Because if it looks like everything is going horribly awry for Donald Trump on the night of November 3rd, that is something that's going to occur because he will not go quietly. He is an agent of chaos. Nothing he does will go by the books. Nothing he does will go smoothly. And all of the red hat trolls will go, yes, he's owning the libs by chaos and lawsuits and trying to invalidate this election. And yay for our guy. And that's how it's all going to go down. He's tenderizing their badly tenderized skulls to accept this idea of mail-in ballots being cheating and illegal, even though there is no evidence. And you know what? I know he's not going to answer any questions directly, but I really wish someone from the White House press corps during Chopper Talk or wherever the fuck would just ask him, name the criminal statute that says mail-in ballots are cheating and illegal. And he won't. He just say it's, it's all cheating. They're all gonna cheat in the election. They're all gonna inv- ballot harvesting. <sighs> so vicious and all the rest of it. So now what he's trying to do is he's trying to extort these states the same way he extorted uh, Ukraine and President Zelensky, uh, for which he was impeached. I mean, how difficult is it for this guy to remember the fact that when he tried the same thing with Ukraine? What happened? He got impeached. But now he's doing the same fucking thing with uh, Michigan and also with Nevada. Two swing states that I guess he's figuring, I'm going to lose anyway, so I got to cheat here. Got to make sure we cheat. And so I guess the overall goal is to, uh, what, to get uh, voters there to rebel against their Democratic leadership? Is that what it is? I don't know. Before the actual election occurs... What do you think his strategy is going to be now in terms of getting people to do his bidding? I mean, because I don't think there's any chance whatsoever. He's going to continually try to undermine the legitimacy of the electoral process. That's yeah. all he's got left. Yeah. Yeah. Because he really, I mean, he doesn't have the economy to bang on. Nope. He doesn't have his handling of the pandemic to hang on. He knows we're a global laughing stock. Yep. In that regard. So I think that he's just, I mean, it's going to be get ready because it's going to be attack after attack after attack on the election system, on the process, on the. And I mean, it's the same thing, right, with uh, the masks and social distancing and all the rest of it. He's turning this into a partisan issue, and it's not. He's going to get COVID, though. He, he, I mean, he's already he's planning on having a G7 meeting next month at Camp David, which is ridiculous. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just you're they're in such denial. It's like, yes, if we decide the pandemic is over, press hey, presto, it's over, and but, let's all go out. 
But he's taking hydroxychloroquine, David. How can he possibly <laughs> get coronavirus? It just can't happen because of that miracle drug that he's taking. That's also making him poop his pants, by the way. That's 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 also something that is a, a, a direct side effect of taking hydroxychloroquine. Our stomach pains, cramps, diarrhea. So I hope he's. Uh, but I was reading I, about I hope he, I hope patients he's, uh, that are already on it that have gotten COVID nineteen. Yeah. they've been taking hydrochloroquine for years and they still got sick. Yeah, so it's it is not well, a prophylactic. You, well, no, I know people that are that are on that for lupus and and RA. Some RA patients take it as well, and I know somebody that got it, and she they gave it to her because she was already on it. Yeah. So they don't know if it helped mitigate her her disease progression or not. But mm-hmm. she's been taking it for ten years, so her body's and the risks. Taking this, even if you have lupus or something else, are still incredibly high for these other problems. It's yeah. just the benefits outweigh because of what you already have. Malaria, high. You take it twice, I think, in two weeks before you go somewhere. And then if you have malaria, you take it every day. Um, so yeah. it's just... It's, yeah. well, uh, he, he, I remember when Obama was president, I was kept saying over and over that I wish that he would extol a, you know, against drinking bleach so that all the tea partiers would run out and drink bleach <laughs> That's you right. know mm-hmm. and we're kind of here i mean it's kind of he really i mean i don't think his fans trump's supporters are necessarily injecting disinfectant into their lungs but they really are doing like self-extincting behaviors I mean, they're running out without masks mm-hmm. on they're taking these dangerous medicines that are not proven to actually fight the disease yeah it doesn't make any sense whatsoever but it doesn't need to make sense because it make it doesn't need to make sense to us because it makes sense to them and I have no idea what the logic here is other than to say oh you virus we're defiant against you these colors don't run I mean that's, that's the danger of the war metaphor is, uh, is exactly viruses what we're don't care viruses don't care <laughs> right. I have no clue if you're red or blue and viruses don't care but there's don't. I mean and that's why the worst handling of the virus on the planet is all these fascist bully boys like yeah. Bolsonaro mm-hmm. Putin Trump and Boris Johnson, because it, viruses can't be bullied on Twitter. They don't mm-hmm. have it. They yeah. don't care. Well, how, how do you explain exactly. that? How do you explain Sweden? <laughs> I mean, Sweden isn't necessarily... That just makes no sense to me. It they doesn't. Normally, the Nordic folks are smarter than that. Yeah. I did, that made no sense to me that they were deciding, okay, let's try this, and it's like, no. They have had their own it, ugly right? streak of right-wing populism pop up, especially with all the people... The refugees coming from Syria and other parts of the Middle uh, East. Yeah. There is, I mean, you got to remember, Sweden was with the Nazis in the war. I mean, That's it's true. Just, there is still a strain of that kind of bullheaded, idiotic, white people are awesome, yep. Nordic, you know, ugh. Well, so it's, Sw- Sweden has managed to uh, surpass the rest of Europe in deaths per capita over the last seven days. This is because of their herd uh, immunity or whatever it is. Sweden has kept most schools, restaurants, and businesses open during the pandemic. While deaths are on the decline, Sweden had 6.25 deaths per million inhabitants per day in a rolling seven-day average between May 12 and May 19, according to uh, OurWorldInData.org. That was the highest in Europe and just above the United Kingdom, which had 5.75 deaths per million. By the way, Trump uh, was questioning what per capita is yesterday. Oh my God. I was like, I cannot believe people aren't going, are you fucking crazy? You yeah. fucking stupid <laughs> piece of shit. Per capita is just that. He Didn't he literally say, oh, there are different per capitas. 
Yeah, here's here's exactly what he said. When you say per capita, there are many per capitas. Per capitas. He said, well, we, <laughs> I say potato. You say, sorry. Is this like per capita relative to what? He said. Oh my God. I'm not sure. <laughs> Again, he doesn't know. And by the way, Junior and all the red hat trolls who are making a big fucking deal out of nothing, out of Biden's gaffes, feel free to go suck yeah. it because this guy, your guy, your bloated sack of shit dictator president, is doing nothing but gaffing his way through his entire presidency. There are vast clip montages available to see all of it, including when you say per capita, there's many per capitas, you stupid (laughs) goddamn idiot. Oh my God, I'm losing my mind here. Uh, Okay, so back to the goofus. The capita of Pennsylvania is... (laughs) (laughs) Washington, D.C. is our nation's capita. (laughs) Man, so back. I know all fifty per capitas. (laughs) (laughs) So back to the goofus file here. COVID cases are on the rise in the South. Axios posted this today, uh, showing that all those southern states are now increasing their cases of coronavirus. So we got we're looking at Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Florida. North Carolina, Virginia is seeing an increase, Uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Wyoming, Idaho, North Dakota, a lot of Trump states in there. And some of them uh, have to do with testing. That's why the number of cases are going up because of the increase in, in testing. But for example, here in North Carolina and North Dakota, they have a spike in new cases around 40% each. And that has to do with uh, the releasing of the stay at home orders. It's also, as I said, if you look at the figures from my state, which, by the way, 49 out of 50 governors poll higher than Trump on their COVID handling. Guess your number 50. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Oh, everybody hates you, Brian Kemp. You can fuck off and die. Okay. He is so, really, I mean, I was just. But the two most bellicose Republican counties in North Georgia, Lahal County and Barrow County, are just exploding with cases right now, mm-hmm. whereas my county is actually like holding steady, or if not the Declining. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I mean, Georgia, there was a church in Georgia that had to mm-hmm. close for uh, another two weeks after the congregation ended up getting coronavirus. As we have been warning, Catusa Baptist Tabernacle, an independent Baptist church led by Pastor Justin Gazaway in Ringgold, Georgia. Restarted Ringgold. in-person service oh, on uh, April 26. Church representative Joan Lewis, the church lady told the Christian Post on Monday, however, that they decided to suspend in-person worship services for the foreseeable future on May 11 after learning several families had contracted the virus. <sighs> fine, fine, fine. If they want to go out and they want to do this stupid shit, you're going to end up getting coronavirus at some point. If you keep doing it, if you keep doing it, if you keep doing it, you can't beat the odds for very long. Again, going back to what we were saying with regard to the defiance in the face of this, it's not like the coronavirus is a terrorist cell or something like that that can no. somehow be intimidated or, you know, certain security taking off your shoes at the airport are going to prevent the coronavirus from infecting you somehow. None of that is going to work. Your it- assault weapon does not work against <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah. 
Yep. By the way, did you guys... The people who carry AK-47s AK to feel safe, mm-hmm. but they won't wear a mask. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, the same thing is happening in Texas. Texas reports a massive jump in COVID-19 cases in a single day. 1,801 new COVID-19 cases on Saturday alone. The biggest single-day jump in cases since the pandemic began growing outbreak in the Texas panhandle in particular is a big reason for the surge in cases. More than 700 new cases were reported out of Amarillo on Saturday with Governor uh, Greg Abbott warning those numbers will continue to climb as the state increases uh, testing in that hot spot. So, again, there is a certain mitigating aspect here because they are testing and that's going to show more cases just by the very nature of, of testing and, and finding out, you know, if they're positively. Well, the president right, said po- that other day, didn't he? You know, the more you test, the more you can't find a case. You don't find a case. No, uh, testing, testing. Right, uh. right. Well, positively, <laughs> uh, testing positively toward the negative. That's what, <laughs> that's what he said yes. today during Chopper Talk. Um, so, yeah, so that's a bit of the goofus file here. These are all the idiot places in the world where they're just doing stupid shit and getting coronavirus because of the stupid shit. I mean, again, it's it's death by stupid shit. I mean, I think that's ultimately what we're mm-hmm. talking about here is people doing stupid shit and getting coronavirus. And, and again, you, you don't have to die for it to affect you in profound ways. There are all kinds of new symptoms that are cropping up as a consequence mm-hmm. of this. Blood clots. I mean, we've heard about amputations. Uh, certainly lung damage. The, the fact that Jim Ward from the Stephanie Miller Show had it for something mm-hmm. like four weeks and it affected him so yeah. bad, he almost died. He was uh, on a ventilator. And uh, and now that he's starting to recover, he has to go to physical therapy, speech therapy. And we're talking about, oh, my God, one of my heroes in voiceover mm-hmm. acting. Jim Ward is just a giant in the industry. And, uh, you know, talk about my the three voices that I can do. Jim Ward does every voice in the world. And he has to now go to speech therapy as a consequence of getting yeah. coronavirus. All of these people... Are, who are flooding out into the streets, who are going bowling with the filthy holes. How many of these red hats have non-red hat family members who are now mm-hmm. going to get coronavirus mm. because of their red hat family members? Well, what, and there's a, the actor, uh, Broadway actor, Tony-nominated actor. He's 41 years old. He's been, uh, he got off a ventilator, but now his wife is saying he's taken a turn for the worse, and he's only 41. <sighs> God. He's been sick for like two months too. Yeah, I remember yeah. he's that. been sick a while. Yeah. And, um, it's vicious, uh, and people just don't get it. I, th- I guess they'll get it when they when they get it. You know, yeah. <laughs> when they yeah. but there is there is some uh, there was an interesting article on people that were tested tested positive and then they recovered and then they tested positive again, but they've tested positive with virus load that is not technically alive, more like an antibody virus kind of thing, where they're shedding dead viral load, so you can't really give it to somebody else. Hmm. Yeah. So that is promising. It's not, it's a Bloomberg reported on it and then somebody else reported on it as well. So, and that's coming out of South Korea. Yeah. Um, so that's good news potentially that a vaccine could work. Um, well, so that's, that's promising, but it's still not, you know, consequential at this point. Well, the other good news go, going back to the polls is that Donald Trump's uh, disapproval is going up and his approval numbers are going down. Mm-hmm. Going back to this RCP average real quick. Yeah, I'm noticing now the spread is uh, uh, minus 7.9%. His approval mm-hmm. average is 44.9, disapprove 52.8. Uh, Rasmussen's got him at minus 9 
approval. Good. So something is starting to resonate a little bit out there. Um, he did go up a little bit as far as his approval. Uh, as of May 16th, he was up to 46% approval as far as the RCP average goes. But now he's now down at 44.9, as I said. So something is maybe shifting or it could be temporary. I'd like to remain hopeful that something maybe is going to shift. And I, certainly I'm not expecting every red hat to run screaming away from Donald Trump. That's never going to happen. Of course not, yeah. But all there needs to be is, you know, a few percentage points shaved off. And that's always going to be really, really good news. And by the way, there are a bunch of polls going around showing um, battleground state polling averages and showing a, maybe a tighter race than actually exists. If you look at the state-by-state polling, the race isn't as close as that average would indicate. But if you look at individually, uh, states like Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Joe Biden leads in all of those states. In fact, Joe Biden leads in every battleground state except for North Carolina, where Trump holds a one percentage point advantage in North Carolina. But that's it. It is bad news for Donald Trump all the way across the Electoral College. So keep your eye on that. And, and don't don't get happy. God damn okay, it. OK, OK. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't mean to sigh in pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about uh, Plexiderm because everyone's doing uh, Zoom meetings. Everyone's doing FaceTime meetings now. And I'm not sure about you guys, but that little teeny tiny camera on the back of your cell phone can't possibly be good for those wrinkles, fine lines, under eye bags, and shit like that. Maybe emphasizes all those things. Of course, no one's going out to get Botox or expensive plastic surgery during the pandemic. So you got to get Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags, all in the comfort of your own home. Plexiderm is the solution for Zoom meeting eyes. That's a thing now. And look, mm -hmm. I took the test. I was blown away by the results myself. Uh, the best part is Plexiderm is going to go on clear and it lasts for hours. So you can go on your Zoom meetings for hours and nobody's going to know you're using it unless you leave your camera phone on and they see you in your bathroom. Go to triplexiderm.com and use my code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm plus an extra $10 off. That's half off plus an extra $10 off. Or call 1-800-685-1292. Mention the code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com and use the code VOICES. That's code VOICES at triplexiderm.com. Thank you. Well, Literati, the number one subscription book club for kids, now in quarantine, more important than ever. Stella tweeted, Steph, you have the best sponsors. I just ordered Literati for Jack, who's my surrogate grandson. I lost my sister last year to cancer, my best friend, my North Star. Her one request as she was dying was to take care of Jack and her kids as if they were my own. I do. Um, you sent it to your nephews. I yeah. sent it to my ex, Lisa, and her newborn, and everybody's raving about them. Oh, my God. He was so excited. He, like, went and got his books and showed them to us on FaceTime. It was amazing. I got uh, the pictures of them. Uh, you have got to get Literati. Libraries, schools, bookstores are closed. Literati has you covered with something truly unique. Every Literati box contains five books based on a theme with exclusive original art and a personalized note just to your child. Do it now for a limited time. Go to literati.com slash Stephanie for 25% off your first two subscriptions. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go to literati.com slash Stephanie. 25% off your first two subscriptions. Literati.com slash Stephanie. Terms and conditions apply. The Bob Seska Show.
Yeah, who knew Ohio had a hell of a funk scene going on? This is freak bass. Love freak bass. It's like roller skating music. I feel like I need to have feathered hair and like glittery roller skates and yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this uh, by the way, this also features Rico Lewis, Atal Schur, Sammy Garrett, and Lonnie Megadot Marshall. The song is called Love. <laughs> Love in Your Pocket is the name of the song from All the Way This, All the Way That. Freak Bass! God, I, you know what? It's it's amazing that I don't play a, a Freak Bass song on every damn show. I love it so much. That was cool. I yeah. like that. Freak Bass, is, Freak Bass is an awesome follow, too, on Twitter, so make sure to follow Freak Bass at Freak Bass. And that's spelled with two E's in there. Freak. By the way, if you want to go shopping for all of your supplies on Amazon, don't forget to use our Amazon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com. If you click that link, it's going to take you right to the front page of amazon.com where you go shopping as normal, but we get a teeny tiny commission on some of your purchases, so thank you for using our link. Okay, Dr. Anthony Fauci hasn't given a national television interview or spoken at a coronavirus task force briefing Last time Fauci gave a nationally televised interview was his sit-down with CNN on May 4. Fauci has been on modified quarantine, there it is, after possibly being exposed to the virus. But he has still managed to testify remotely before the Senate last week. He also appeared at at Trump's Operation Warp Speed briefing on Friday. Oh, for fuck's sake. But he was Mm -hmm. conspicuously silent uh, the entire time. Uh, I think, first of all, Donald Trump needs to stop co-opting Star Trek. Star Trek is way too cool for Donald Trump. He stole the logo for Space Force. I don't know if you noticed that, but that that yeah. uh, Starfleet emblem that's on all the Starfleet uniforms, he just <laughs> stole it. He just flagrant because he steals everything. Everything Donald Trump does is stolen from someone else. Hell, even Melania Trump stole like two speeches from Michelle Obama. He just creates, well, I guess he does create something. Noise. He creates chaos and shit. He creates both of those things simultaneously, pooping in his pants and creating chaos everywhere he goes. It's not like he's alone in this. I yeah. mean, Pompeo is, I mean, we can see now equally sleazy yeah. and horrible and disgusting and corrupt. And, yeah. and like, they all, what is these guys with? They're like, like getting private planes for their wives mm-hmm. instead of flying them all over the world to Cannes and wherever. Yeah. Like, just, it's, it's, Brain melting. It just the 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 scope of the misery in this country right now, with the number of elderly people and veterans that are dying in droves and assisted care facilities or assisted living facilities, and they're just you know jetting around having cocktails and caviar and feeding billionaires. It's just yeah, because oh, you know why? You know why? Because we're not sufficiently loyal to Donald Trump. We're not close enough to Donald. We haven't kissed Donald right. Trump's ass, so mm-hmm. we don't we don't get anything. Another 2.4 million Americans, meanwhile, filed for unemployment benefits last week. Mm-hmm. That brings the total to 39 million people out of work on Donald Trump's watch. I, I mean, again, the number of avenues that we have for accountability against the president, that number is rapidly diminishing day by day by day. And if he ends up getting reelected, then it takes the uh, whole notion of an election to hold him accountable off the table. So his Mm -hmm. whole second term is going to be completely unaccountable to anyone. Like, going back to what we were talking about at the top of the show, no 25th Amendment. There's going to be no impeachment because there won't be enough votes to convict him in the Senate, even if the Democrats take back the Senate. And then meanwhile, what else? There will be no indictments because of Bill Barr and the Justice Department. And plus, no election, nothing, nothing. So 
He can just do whatever the fuck he wants for four more years. Imagine that. Just imagine that. I don't think we've fully embraced that horror show, <laughs> the concept. I'm of, looking into real estate so far away. I know. I know. So, somehow the, the the city name Toronto keeps popping up into my head. It's a lovely town. I know. And I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm not that runaway to Canada guy. But staring into this reactor core for the last four years, as I've been doing, mm-hmm. I mean, even going back into 2015 with the beginning of the Trump campaign, it, it has been an endurance contest to stay afloat in all of this, to, to keep up with all of it. And so w- when I imagine another four years, just starting from scratch again, suddenly we're re- rewinding all the way back to November of 2016 and going through the whole thing again, but with no chance of actually asserting any sort of accountability against the president. We're just, all that's going to remain is all of us screaming on social media, which is going to have very little impact on any decision makers anyway. Uh, other, I mean, any decision makers that can make a real difference. Obviously, there mm-hmm. are lots of uh, Democratic leaders who uh, you know, will do what they can, but there's really nothing to be done. There's really no way to say, oh, Mr. President, you got to stop doing that. Well, make me. Well, how do you make them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you make the. I mean, when a president doesn't have to worry about a, about an election or about mm-hmm. being removed from office in some other way, and a, and a president who has no restraint whatsoever, Donald Trump doesn't have the same grounding in the long term that Barack Obama right. has. I mean, there are obviously copious differences no. between Obama and Trump, but one of the things that Obama had and previous presidents have also had is a view of the next presidency and the presidency after that and the pre- and presidential legacies and what's come before, the precedents that have occurred, the traditions that guide, not necessarily as legal strictures, but as unwritten rules, guide the presidency. And with Donald Trump, he looks at those unwritten rules and says, well, they're not rules. They're not actual things. Traditions, I don't care about traditions. He doesn't even care about laws. Why would he care about traditions? <laughs> right. Or- Right. Yeah. He has the foresight of a crack smoking cockroach. Exactly. I mean, it really yeah. is just like from instant to instant, from press from press gaggle to press gaggle. I mm-hmm. mean, he really doesn't seem to have any concept of strategy or yeah. And, you know, they're trying to like his advisors were trying to get him on the rails. You know, and they're like, stop these stupid press conferences because your poll numbers are breaking. Mm-hmm. And he's now just going to mask plants and you know, waving his huge unmasked orange flabby face around. Yeah. Well, he's still doing press gaggles. They're just in different formats. He's on TV every single day. And I've just, he's I've a crackhead like that. I mean, he really yeah. needs his media yeah. and attention fix. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Like a, well, like a tapeworm needs a small intestine. That's right. I mean, it, there's some truth in the analysis that when he would do those rallies, it would reinvigorate him. Because then he would see his popularity sitting in front of him. At least the people who liked him would give that patina, give off that vibe that he was somehow popular. And then he would eat that up uh, like he eats up hamburgers. Take that away and he's lost. He doesn't have, Mm -hmm. he's not able to bask in that adulation, uh, at least in a direct way. And it can become addictive. I mean, even to people who are sane and rational, 
you know, being in front of an audience, if they really like you, I mean, that can be something. I mean, ask any stand-up comic, ask any musician. Yeah, ask any performer. David. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's just such a tiny, tiny man. It's, just, it's mm-hmm. so appalling to me that all Minuscule. he really wants to do of the presidency is the Napoleon stuff. Yeah. I mean, well, even Napoleon would like go to battle and fight and make plans and have strategies, but he just wants to do the big photo ops and the parades and that's the whole thing i mean it just yeah well he was doing he was doing that instead of leading and that's why we're in this crisis in the first place again mm -hmm. you know you always have to qualify well he didn't create the coronavirus he didn't drag it over here from europe and china and everybody else but his inaction significantly worsened the degree of the crisis i mean the cdc is now claiming that trump's inaction caused more people to die this is Mm -hmm. uh again in keeping with uh, all kinds of studies that we've seen we're gonna get to a brand new one here in just a second but in the early weeks of the u.s coronavirus outbreak staff members at the u.s centers for disease control and prevention had tracked a growing number of transmissions in europe and elsewhere and proposed a global advisory that would alert flyers to the dangers of air travel. But about a week passed before the alert was issued publicly, crucial time lost when about 66,000 European travelers were streaming into American airports every day. Remember those scenes from the airports Mm -hmm. when this all first started with all those people jammed into airports? Mm -hmm. Therein was a lot of the New York part of the crisis, right there, what we saw in the airports. The delay, detailed in documents obtained by CNN is the latest example to emerge of a growing sense of disconnect between the CDC and the White House. In interviews with CNN, CDC officials say their agency's efforts to mount a coordinated response to the COVID-19 pandemic have been hamstrung by a White House whose decisions were driven by politics rather than science. And there it is. It is, uh, you know, some form of crazy fucking genocide, some new species of that kind of mentality that has allowed us to slip into this massive, massive crisis of of death and illness because of a single man inside the Oval Office who does not belong there, who should never have been elected to that post. And this is what happens when we elect someone who is entirely incapable of being president to become president. You wonder all those years, well, what would happen if we had a really incompetent president? Well, here we are. Here we are. Incompetent mm-hmm. and incontinent. I, I just, I can't figure how people like Sean Hannity and, um, what's his face? Neddy Pot. Um, <laughs> Who are you talking Neddy about? Pot? I can't think of his name. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. Oh. No, I, <laughs> Neddy the, Pot. It, well, okay, the difference between Tucker Carlson and the Neddy <laughs> how did Pot. You get, how did you get Neddy Pot out of Tucker Carlson? One is a lukewarm nasal douche and one is a Neddy Pot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I get it now. All right. Yeah, sorry. All right. It's required to make a footnote. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then, meanwhile, a uh, new study has confirmed tens of thousands of Americans would be alive today if it weren't for Trump's incompetence. Mm -hmm. The researchers estimated that if lockdown measures were instituted as early as March 1, approximately Mm -hmm. 54,000 fewer people would have died from COVID-19. Have you seen the TrumpDeathClock.com? Uh, yes, I have. Oh man, that's what they're 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 following those numbers, and they're following the sixty percent, not the ninety percent. They're yeah. following the sixty percent numbers. Jesus, one week earlier would have saved thirty six thousand lives, and this is separate from that other study. Mm-hmm. 
Remember there oh, was yeah. another there was another study that we were talking about a, a little over a month ago, back in mid-April, that was showing mm-hmm. uh, percentages. I think one week earlier would have reduced the number of deaths by sixty percent. Two weeks earlier mm-hmm. would have reduced the deaths by ninety percent. This mm-hmm. is on fucking Donald Trump, and somehow this bastard is walking around with a 44% approval rating. What was I saying from Real Clear Politics? I don't even have that number up here. Yeah, yeah, forty-four point nine percent is his approval number. Fifty-four thousand people would be alive today if it wasn't for Donald Trump running around playing golf and doing rallies when he should have been leading something he is entirely incapable of doing. Mm-hmm. He can lead the Red Hats just fine, but that's not being president. That's being a cult leader. That's being a partisan hack is what that is. Mm-hmm. God damn. I mean, fifty-four thousand people. Think of that. Fifty-four thousand people is basically the capacity of RFK Stadium in Washington, D.C. It is an unbelievable number of people. How many people you think in that group? It's a whole city. Yeah. It's, you know. Mm-hmm. But, it's, mm. it's, it's heart-wrenching is what it is. And it's because of this incompetent president. And I just I can't believe that we're sitting here going people like Joe Rogan for fuck's sake are going well I mean Joe Biden can't uh, say a word correctly once or twice so therefore I have to vote for Donald Trump. The United States is suffering from this extended nervous breakdown. There is some kind of societal rot just eating away at the core of this country. And I hate to get this dark about it. I, I don't think there's any, anything darker than 54,000 fewer people die because of this, because of Donald Trump. But this is pretty dark. I mean, we are in a, a stage in the development of this country where we have lost sight of just priorities, of rationality, of logic, of reason. I mean, I, I can't believe that this guy who just signed a hundred million dollar contract with Spotify. I don't know if you guys know this, but Donald, yeah. but uh, Joe Rogan, I almost said Donald Trump. Joe Rogan, <laughs> Joe is moving his podcast. And again, I used to be friends with Joe Rogan. You know, I used to talk to him all the time on the phone, but he just signed a $100 million uh, deal with Spotify to wow. exclusively host his podcasts starting in like a month or so. How can his show be worth that much? He has I don't get it. all the downloads. He has all the podcasts. Yeah, every download, every all <laughs> billion of us that are <laughs> online, all of us, he has every download. Well, I mean, he is the number one podcast in the world right now. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Wow. And see, this is part of the this is why you have a guy who's completely bungled the the coronavirus response has a 40 whatever percent approval rating because there is a constant constant flowing miles deep miles wide stream of bullshit yeah that's just considered okay to pump into the culture and it's fox news it's am talk radio it's joe rogan it's conspiracy theorists it's you know and they're you know we've told these people that there will be no consequences for not believing the truth and for believing disinformation and and these and Boy, we have set it up. I mean, you couldn't ask for a more like if they did this in a movie. Yeah, everyone would be like two on the nose. You know, you can't just have them like out denying that there's a plague. You know, yeah, surely yeah. they'd be swayed by the science. But it's just mm. we told people, you know, you can get by. You know, if you can just completely make your diet like bacon and Butterfinger bars, and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the informational equivalent of yeah, if snacks and candy all the time mm-hmm. and no real truth ever penetrates the bubble. Well, you know, again, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out 
how Joe Rogan sits in front of a, a gigantic audience and goes, yeah, you know what? I got to go with Trump. Why? Because Biden gaffs a few times. You know what? Right. Donald Trump has, uh, by a factor of a thousand more gaffes than Joe Biden could ever dream of having. Plus, <laughs> yeah. plus Donald Trump's rank fucking doodah incompetence has caused 54,000 extra people to die because of this pandemic. And you're telling me that somehow a vote for Donald Trump is is more noble and worthy than a vote for Joe Biden in that comparison? Are you fucking serious? You fucking maniacs. I, I get it. I get the need to attract an audience, but Joe Rogan already has the audience. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I don't know what he's what the gambit is here. If I say this, uh, who? What? It's not like he can fall far. Didn't he get his debut like making people eat yak testicles? No, no, no. <laughs> on he was camera? on. He was on news radio. News radio. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought Fear Factor was his. Be- you no, know, no, no. He was on news radio way before that. And he's a great stand-up comic. Um, he's but, funny. Yeah, and he's an excellent podcaster. It's just what he's saying is toxic. It is destructive. I think that doesn't make you a good podcaster. Well, no, no. I mean, he's good. He's, well, look, I mean, I think that Rush Limbaugh is a good broadcaster. What Rush, Rush Limbaugh? He's good at, at doing the things that you have to do to be a professional broadcaster on the radio. But oh, what the, God, he sounds so, I hate the content audio. of what they are saying yeah. is separate mm-hmm. than their ability to say it. Those are two separate exactly. qualifications. So, yeah, I mean, he's good at putting together a podcast. Obviously, he's the number one podcast in the world but he what he's saying is fucking batshit fucking destructive and crazy and there are millions of people who will hear that and go yeah i can't vote for joe biden either because gaffes not even recognizing the fucking a donald trump makes joe biden look like william fucking shakespeare i know (laughs) he can't even like spit out a single coherent sentence yeah and they're going after biden's gaffes i know I know. I mean, here's, uh, yeah. here's, I, sorry, I'm this guy again. I'm, <laughs> I'm raging out today. I just, I can't help it. It sometimes just stacks up on me. But all right, we're going to take uh, uh, one last break here and come back and wrap up the show right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman owned small business proudly creating our vegan friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! She is something of a mystery Like a riddle lost in time Or a figment only you can 
Every single show, I hear this kind of. Who is this? This is Luna Blue, brand new single called She. Yeah, I am just blown away by the quality of the songs that I get to play each and every show. I feel like, oh my God, I'm really allowed to play this music? It's too good for me to play on this show. (laughs) Alongside all of my fun sounds. When she hits that chorus and she hits the high part of her voice, it's just. This is when I hate being a male singer because there are things that women's voices will do. Yeah, I know. That you're just like, oh, there she goes. Yeah, I'll be here down in the bass register when you come back. Yeah. Let's hear a little bit more of Luna Blue here. Yeah. Just wonderful. BobSeska.com slash music if you want to submit. And we've got links for all of our indie bands on the podcast page. So if you want to uh, support these bands, make sure to go to BobSeska.com. Click the uh, link for today's episode, and you'll see all the links for uh, uh, the indie bands featured today. Freak Bass, Luna Blue, and everybody else uh, on the show. Okay. So, yeah, that uh, song was like totally mentholated. <laughs> yeah, really, really good. You can get that everywhere you get your digital music, by the way. Uh, certainly, I think I downloaded mine from uh, Apple Music, so you can get it there, too. Um, okay, so speaking of Joe Rogan, I got into it with Jimmy Dore the other day, which was a mistake. Oh I stuck my face into that. No th- idea who that is. He's a... Uh, Oh, my, 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 yeah. Do you want to do you want to explain, Jody? You know, no, no, no. I I'm trying to work less blue. Oh, uh, right, right, days, right. So. F you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> F you. F you. F you. F you. F you. F you. OK. I have too much fun sometimes. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> so uh, Carlos Alice Rocky was mixing it up with Jimmy Dore on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to stick my face into this for some reason. I was just thinking irrationally for a moment. I was like, yes, this will be <laughs> successful. This won't be a waste of time at all. <laughs> and so it was a whole thing about if you vote for a third party, you're taking away votes from Joe Biden. And of course, the... Uh, the, the radicals don't see that. They don't understand right. how you count votes. And so Carlos said something to Jimmy Dore, and then I jumped in and I said, why is this so difficult to grasp? But Dem vote for whoever over Biden or not voting for president is one last vote for Biden. Hurting Biden and helping Trump matters a lot in swing states, but if enough voters deny Biden votes in uh, safe states, they won't be safe for long. And then uh, Jimmy Dore jumps in and goes, why is it so difficult for blue no matter who company men to grasp? No one owes anyone their vote. Politicians have to campaign and earn votes. If they don't, they lose. Maybe get a candidate who attracts votes. Maybe a candidate who supports Medicare for all. Maybe learn how politics works. 
<laughs> and then I said, I said back to him, you know, of course, I'm making this gigantic mistake of feeding the troll. But then I'm, I say back to him, I'm not sure what polls you're seeing showing Bernie is more viable than Biden. Biden won a significantly more Dem votes and enjoyed a wider polling lead over Trump than Bernie. Meanwhile, M4A won't be a thing if Trump wins again and establishes a Putin style oh, dictatorship. Yeah. That was my mistake because Jimmy Dore is totally into Russia and Putin and all of his listeners right. are. By the way, I don't know if I answered oh, your no. question, David, but Jimmy Dore is a podcaster and a stand-up comic, so that explains a lot. This is, he has I a mean, YouTube channel, too, doesn't he? I'm going to yeah. say it again, yeah. and you're going to make that face that PC users make when you talk about having a Mac, but, dude, you've really just got to quit Twitter. Nah. Like, you would never have wasted all that time and gotten your blood pressure <laughs> up like that. No, quit Twitter. Go back to pooping in peace, Bob. <laughs> like, <laughs> you'll be so less stressed out. Yeah, it's never going to never gonna happen. It's, it's I mean, you're wasting your breath. I mean, it's. I mean, I know. I get I it. know. It just. It just seems like so worthless to me. It's like you're shooting. It's like using a pea shooter. I just. You could be doing so much more with your time. You could be writing something or you know doing something. But this is what actually... I, David. This is what I do for a living. And in order to mm-hmm. promote what I do for a living, I have to be on social media and I have to engage on social media. Otherwise, there's no point to being on social media. So yeah, I agree. It all it all fits together. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he he basically said, oh, Putin's not that bad because Putin has Medicare for all. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. Fine. Really? Fine. There's no, and you know, I had to mute him because there's no arguing, obviously, because he Does is. Does he have like a closed head wound that we don't know about? <laughs> I didn't realize. Does he understand that like top four worst outbreaks on the planet? I was you only know, advised please? after the fact that Jimmy Dore is nuts. And, uh, but, mm, but Joe mm. Rogan continues to have Jimmy Dore on his show and quotes, oh, yeah. Jim, quotes Jimmy Dore all the time. So, oh no, uh, I have friends on Facebook that are quoting him too and doing the right. same bullshit. And it's just like, really? Mm. Do you honestly think that if Joe Biden gets legislation that you support, yeah. he will not sign it? Yeah. No, no, it's just it, it's remarkably stupid. It's just, again, there is a societal rot in this country. We are having a nationwide nervous breakdown. And obviously it's not manifesting itself in all of us, but key people, absolutely fucking yes. That is exactly what's happening. Meanwhile, we're going to wrap up with this story. Uh, Michael Cohen has uh, been released from prison mm-hmm. back back to his home. Says who? But now I saw the video. Did you guys see the video of him returning to his house? He got out of a, a cab and why? Well, I, I don't know. Was mm-hmm. it a police? It wasn't a cab. You, would, you don't take a cab. <laughs> I was going to say, nobody would even come pick him up when he got released from jail. Well, no. Man, I mean, he still has that's to. That's effective. He has he to serve. He dropped off by a bus or something, too. I mean, you're, it's he would have been escorted because, yeah, he's yes. going home. He's still under cu- custody. Oh, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was definitely. It wasn't a cab. It was a cab. He hailed a cab right outside of prison. <laughs> they put his ankle monitor on him. Yes. Have, have fun storming the castle. <laughs> but he was wearing... We got ma- you an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing. Uh, Michael Cohen was wearing a mask. So instead of, of saying... Of course he was, because he's not stupid. And instead of saying... Says who? He said... Someone asked him, Michael, you see the polls? The polls are showing Donald Trump is uh, trailing behind Joe Biden. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Ah, shit. I did some yelling today, didn't I? 
I did a little bit of yes. yelling. Yeah, lots of you it's did. Right. lots of yelling. It's all right, yeah. it's a yelly time. It's, it's all right, Hulk time. smash. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I am now permanently. It's almost like Endgame, where I'm now permanently Hulk. So it's just it. Uh, okay, coming up on the postmortem show on our Patreon page, lots more to talk about here. Um, I want to mention too about Patreon real quick that Patreon needs to start charging, and this makes me so fucking nervous because when I say shit like this, it I just see everyone running away. Patreon has to start charging uh, a sales tax with pledges. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm. and so I. I'm praying that everyone stick around. It's going to be, we're talking about pennies here on a a dollar or five dollars. It's not going to be that consequential. We're talking about literally a matter of just a few cents here and there, but they're going to start doing that. So I'm just letting all of our Patreon people know that there's going to be sales tax next time you see that money withdrawn from your account. Uh, Again, it's not a lot, but a teeny tiny bit. They got to comply with the law. And I I would rather them comply with the law than get shut down. Thank you very much. Because Patreon is my entire income now. And that is, uh, that's a whole separate story. Okay, so patreon.com slash Bob Seska Show. If you want to subscribe, uh, $1 a month will uh, just be some wonderful support from you. That's all you need to do, $1 a month. But if you sign up at $5 a month, you're going to get the postmortem show every Tuesday and Thursday. When the music is done playing, we keep on talking. That is the postmortem show. If you sign up at $10 a month, you get the postmortem show, plus the Friday after party with me and Kimberly Johnson. We talk about a lot of fun things over there, lots of fun happening on the uh, after party. (laughs) And if you sign up for $15 a month, you get everything plus a commercial-free version of the Tuesday and Thursday shows that include also the post-mortem show tacked on to the end of it. You get like a seamless hour and a half of the Bob Seska show. (laughs) And that's making me giggle because why would anyone want to listen to me for an hour and a half? But I'm so (laughs) great. I'm so grateful for it. Okay, meanwhile, David Ferguson can be found at patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. You are still working on your book, yes? I have done, a, yes. Okay. i got to record this last chapter and post it probably tomorrow, actually. Awesome. All right, good, good. Watch for that. And also Jody <sighs> Hamilton's at from-the-bunker.com. That's the From the Bunker podcast. Everywhere you get your podcasts, also at sexyliberal.com. Make sure to support all of your favorite sexy liberal programs. That's it for the show. See you on the after party tomorrow. Bye. 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 Now more than ever, we're all thinking about our hygiene. We're washing our hands and sneezing into our arms. But what about your cell phone? It's a huge carrier of germs. Clean your phone. I shouldn't say that on a commercial, but no. okay. You should not say that. No. I don't think they want that. I had that. a sudden urge to run to the other room and get a wipe and clean my phone. <laughs> phones, phones are a vector for disease, and we rarely clean them. We're constantly touching our phones with our hands and even pressing them to our faces. It's time to take cleaning your phone seriously with The Clean Phone Pro. It's a sanitizer that uses medically proven UV light technology to kill 99.99% of all bacteria that comes in contact with your phone. Better than wipes and safe for your your device the clean phone pro gets every inch of your phone clean with nine high power uvc lights there's a dedicated wireless charging pad on top of the chamber you can be sanitizing your other items while wirelessly charging your phone or just use the clean phone pro as your go-to charging station any damn time you want to a fully removable top means easier fit for more items and larger items too go to thecleanphone.com today and get one for just 89 dollars and free shipping when you use the code sexy liberal all one word. If you're serious about hygiene, it's time to get serious about cleaning your damn phone. Go to thecleanphone.com and keep your phone truly clean. 
Remember to use the code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, for two-day free shipping, and it'll ship immediately. That's thecleanphone.com, thecleanphone.com.